Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and give my podcast five stars. Also, follow me on all of my social media platforms. The Gratitude Chick for both Instagram and Facebook, Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Also, for all of my reading babes, check out the new reading merch on the website, www.bwmmerch.com. and welcome back to your reading corner with the gratitude chick so today we are on chapter four of maximize your potential through the power of your subconscious mind written or written in part i should say by dr joseph murphy i believe it was edited by someone else Um, As a reminder, I do read with my own commentary and because this book was kind of adapted, um, kind of a mishmash of his, you know, kind of speakings and things like that is a lot of uh, errors in the book. So please uh, forgive me if you hear me stumble (laughs) um, because a lot of times I'll have to go back and kind of read it and adjust it so that it makes sense. So, um, forgive me if you hear that, but we are again on chapter four and it is entitled the wonderful power of decision. All successful men and women possess one outstanding characteristic, and that is their ability to make prompt decisions and to persist in carrying those decisions through to completion. I have an issue with that for me. (laughs) A distinguished industrialist once told me that in his 50 years of experience in dealing with men and women in the commercial and and industrial fields, he found that all those who failed had one characteristic in common. It was that they hesitated to make decisions. They vacillated and waited. Furthermore, when they did make decisions, they were not persistent in adhering to those decisions. He really could be describing me. The power to decide and to choose is a person's foremost quality and highest prerogative. Humankind's capacity to choose and to initiate what is chosen reveals the power to create bequeathed us by God. I received a letter from a young member of my congregation dramatizing the power of decision. He came to a clear-cut decision in his mind, knowing that an almighty power would back up that decision. He wanted a Volkswagen automobile. Knowing that as he decreed it with feeling, his deeper mind would respond in ways he knew not of. This is what he wrote. I came to a decision to purchase a car. I did not have the required amount of money. I decided to trust my deeper mind and I dismissed the problem from my mind knowing my subconscious had the answer. On April 8th, a Friday night, a friend asked me if I would go to a teenager's fair and I decided to go on Sunday night. A car was being given away that night. I had a chance of 35,000 to one to win. My name was selected and I won my dream car. I'm sorry. 
and I won the dream car of my mind, a Volkswagen. Notice he said he won the dream car of his mind. And I think that may be kind of a a big deal because a lot of times we say, I want this, I want that, I want that. But have we written it on our subconscious mind what it is that we want? That is kind of the deeper thing. And I think that is one of the reasons why um, vision boards or vision books are so successful because it not only shows you um, what it is that you know you want in written form, but you get the picture of it and that implants into your mind. So don't neglect, and I'm again, I'm speaking to myself, don't neglect doing vision boards. Um, <clears throat> I know the reason I got the car was my trust and faith in my deeper mind to solve the problem of a car, for a car is an idea. As I continue to use the truths of the infinite, my life is now in, in complete harmony. I would like to thank you for opening my eyes to the supreme power. Seeing you each Sunday gives me what I need to go through the week. Your thoughts and words are giving me and my family a better life. A young woman once told me that she felt lonesome, baffled, and frustrated because she couldn't decide whether or not she should marry. Can you imagine that? Her mother was very domineering and objected to every young man in whom she was interested. This young woman had lost all initiative and power of decision, which resulted in loneliness, frustration, misery, and thraldom. So you know I got to figure out what this word means. Hold on, guys. Throughout them. This is crazy. Okay, it says... It's a Norwegian word. Danish and Sweden. It was a slave or serf in Scandinavian lands during the Viking Age. The corresponding term in Old English. Oh, you don't want to know that. Hold on, because this is a thrall. Hold hold on. Okay, so when I look up thraldom itself, it said it is the state of being a thrall. Bondage, slavery, servitude. Okay, so let's go back and read what she said. This young woman had lost all initiative and power of decision, which resulted in loneliness, frustration, misery, and thraldom, or bondage, slavery, servitude, okay? In other words, she put herself in a house of bondage. Oh, if I would have just read down. (laughs) At my suggestion, she began to make one decision after another, whereas previously her mother had made all decisions for her. She decided to purchase her own clothes, to get an apartment for herself, and to paint and furnish the apartment the way she wanted it without asking anybody. She decided to take up dancing, swimming, and golf. She got into the habit of making all decisions for herself. She finally decided to marry a wonderful man without consulting her mother or anyone else, but just following the dictates of her own heart. She discovered that it's never too late to start making decisions and to live your life in your own wonderful way. Remember, it is never too late to bring order to a disordered mind or to disordered affairs 
by coming to logical decisions and letting those decisions stand. Betty L. was undecided as to what she should do. She was 26 years old and living in her parents' home. She had a good job and was earning an income adequate to support herself nicely. She said, I am so miserable and unhappy. I want to move to my own apartment, but my parents won't let me. They won't even let me redecorate my room. Ma'am, you're 26. My entire family says I'm wrong. I'm so undecided. Doesn't God want me to be happy? Of course she should be living her own life. There is no such thing as indecision. She had made her decision. She decided not to decide. Okay, okay. Those who fear to make decisions or are afraid to make choices are actually refusing to recognize their own divinity. I pointed out to her that she was blessed with a mind of her own and that it was up to her and nobody else to make the decision to be independent, happy, and prosperous. She must accept this with her conscious mind and her subconscious mind will react by giving her the motivation to take action. She lost no time in coming to her decision. She made her move and opened up an entirely new world. She wrote to me some months later to inform me that the family was angry at first, but now is reconciled to her independence. For the first time in my life, I'm excited and happy. I can hardly believe it. The following letter shows the faith of a woman in her own mental processes and in her ability to to decide and stick to her decision, knowing that her mind is one with the infinite mind, but there is only one mind common to all people. She wrote, a few years ago, I had a serious automobile accident. The doctor said he had never seen a neck and back broken in so many places, and he doubted I would live. I came to a decision and decided I would live and be healed by the power of the infinite. I knew that I knew all the power of the Godhead would respond to my decision. As I heard you say many times that it is done unto you according to your decision. Or as the Bible says, it is done unto you according to your belief. I act, And I guess if you make a decision or something, it's a belief in the decision or in a belief in what you decide? Maybe. I asked for prayer ministry and I claimed frequently that the infinite healing presence was making me whole and perfect and a marvelous healing followed. I had been told that I would have to wear a body and neck brace for several months and perhaps a year. I wore the brace only a few weeks, and there is nothing wrong with my neck and back now. My heart is full of gratitude. I know it is done unto you according to your decision. I decided to be healed, and the infinite healing presence responded accordingly. So a lot of these stories are about people, I guess... Stepping out on faith and making the decision that this is what they want. And it's kind of a finality to it. So the decision itself is the finality. And that is kind of, I guess, the action part of it. And having to decide. I never thought about decision and deciding being separate. But in this instance, I am reading it as it's being separate. I can decide all day, I guess, what it is that I want. But it means, like, nothing happens until you make that decision. 
I, I hope that you guys are understanding what my what I'm seeing through these words. And it's basically let, let me see how how I can make it how I can articulate this better. Um, what I'm seeing or what I'm hearing as I read is I have decided that um, I want to be full time working with my podcast, growing it, you know, writing my books, you know, these things I have, this is the life that I have planned going forward. This is what I've decided, but there's no action to it. It is just what I've decided to do. However, the action does not fit with the what with what I'm wanting to do because the action part of it, which is the decision, is still showing me doing going after what I feel like I need to be doing. You understand? It is kind of what I'm going through as far as wanting to make the podcast and writing books and, and this kind of stuff my full-time versus actually working in corporate America. So my decision has been working in corporate America, but I decided to have the podcast and my writing and stuff be what I want to do. But I have not put any action towards that. So it has not become my decision. And that's kind of how I'm seeing this. I hope I hope I articulated that well as far as how I am hearing it. If you're hearing it some, uh, you know, differently, then maybe, I don't know. But that's just kind of how I'm hearing what he's saying. And to that end, I am, I've already, yesterday I made a um, decision. Hello. <laughs> I made a decision and I wrote up some, um, books that I'm going to do and I actually am starting them today so that is my decision on that part I've already made of course the decision on my podcast because I keep recording and I have like the fact that I record so many episodes and no episode is a repeat is to me confirmation that I should continue with my podcast and then um my writing I had put it off and put it off and put it off until yesterday. It just, everything was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And so the first part, I've, I've always wanted to write a children's book. And because I feel like had a lot of stuff should be implanted into children's minds before they turn seven. And one of the things that I am, I think that kids need to learn before seven is gratitude and so my first book is um it's going to be about gratitude for kids and simultaneously I'm also going to put 21 days of thankfulness into a book um it's actually going to be two different ones one is going to be a kindle and the kindle e-reader kind of you know 21 days of thankfulness I'm I'm adding a little bit to that one and then it's going to be um, an actual coloring book because I am a person who believes like 
if I am stressed out, in order to calm my mind, coloring works for me. It really does. Because it literally makes me not think. It li- the only thing I'm thinking about is what color to put where. And it helps. It's almost like a meditation because it helps just chill. It helps me chill and it helps my mind to chill, to stop thinking. So that is why I believe wholeheartedly in adult coloring. Like I have a whole bag filled with gel pens and coloring books. Like, yes, I do. Sorry, I'm 46 and I color. I'm raising my hand. So that is um, going, all of these are going to come to pass this year. So um, I just wanted to say that I did make a decision, guys. (laughs) Okay. As I was talking one day with a prominent pharmacist, he mentioned that life with his business and professional complications and its attendant confusion often makes decisions difficult, but that he had mastered what he believed to be the ideal method of arriving at the right decision and the correct thing to do. He said that his favorite biblical quotation is, Be still and know that I am God. That's from the 46th Psalm. Then he added, I dwell in the fact, I'm sorry, I dwell on the fact that God or infinite intelligence dwells within me and I focus all my attention on the infinite presence within me. I imagine that the infinite is answering me. I relax and let go completely and feel myself surrounded by the love and the light of the infinite. I also feel myself immersed in God's quietness and stillness. Inwardly, as clear as crystal, the answer pops into my mind and is is always right for the occasion. This pharmacist has evolved a wonderful technique for receiving an answer to problems and for coming to right decisions with the infinite power within him. Thomas Carlyle once said, silence is the element in which great things fashion themselves. This is a prayer that I have given to thousands of men and women for guidance in making decisions. They have received marvelous results and have been blessed in all their decisions. Whatever I need to know comes to me from the infinite presence within. Infinite intelligence is operating through me, revealing to me what I need to know. I radiate love, peace, and goodwill to all humankind in thought, word, and deed. I know that what I said, what I send out comes back to me a thousandfold. God in me knows the answer. The perfect answer is made known to me, for God is the eternal now. Now is the day of salvation, and now is the accepted time. Infinite intelligence and divine wisdom make all decisions through me, and there is only right action and right decision taking place in my life. I wrap myself in the mantle, that infinite ocean of love. And I know divine right decision is mine. Now I am at peace. I walk in the light, full of faith, confidence, and trust in the only power there is. I recognize the lead that comes into my conscious reasoning mind. It is impossible for me to miss it. God speaks to me in peace, not confusion. Thank you, Father, for the answer now. That was a good prayer. This is a wonderful prayer that I have given to thousands of men and women for guidance in making decisions. 
Whenever you are wondering what to do or to say or what decision to make, sit quietly and and affirm the truth, which I just enunciated. So basically, whenever he's saying, whenever you are sitting at a crossroads, as am I, and I've been here for just a little too long, you know. So um, you need to sit quietly and affirm the truth is what he's saying. And I think that is a great, great idea. Um, He says, sit quietly and affirm the truth, which I just enunciated. Do this slowly, quietly, and reverently, and with feeling. Do this about three times in a relaxed, peaceful mood, and you will receive the divine impulse. You will experience the inner silent knowing of the soul, whereby you know that you know. Sometimes the answer comes as an inner feeling of certitude, a prominent hunch, a spontaneous idea that wells up clearly in your mind like toast pops out of the toaster. And I agree with that. And although I didn't sit in, you know, in any kind of silent contemplation, I did have some great talks yesterday with people that I trust. And um, out of that came the ideas that I ha- that I came up with yesterday. And I have kind of been bereft of ideas for a, a while just because I've been wallowing in the infinite portion of my mind, you know, and like the universe of my mind. And sometimes when, because our mind is so vast and, it's so many things that we can think and, and feel and, and just come up with in our minds. Sometimes my thoughts get lost in there. And when I'm lost in there, I only focus on that part instead of kind of zooming out and seeing the whole. And um, sometimes it takes someone outside of you to kind of help you bring things back into focus. And so that's kind of what happened to me yesterday. Um, I was able to talk to my sister and one of my aunts. And it just kind of brought me back to me. It helped kind of reform myself, if that makes any sense. Because um, sometimes, you know, I, like I always tell you, I'm an Aquarius and I'm re- very, you know, <laughs> woo-woo <laughs> for a better, you know, for lack of better words. And sometimes it, it, when my mind is just like, I can't make a decision, um, I often say it's because of procrastination, but Sometimes when I can't make a decision and I'm in like a crossroads, it feels like my mind is just like, you know, on one side, this part is on this side and this part is on the left side and one part is on the right side. And talking to my aunt and my uh, my sister kind of brought it back to the whole and allowed me to go forward. So that's kind of, you know, how I feel with what he just said as far as it relates to me. Intuitively, you will recognize the right answer, the right decision to make. Make right decisions by creative, intelligent prayer. And prayer is realizing there is an infinite intelligence that responds to you. When you call upon it, God, he answers you. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and ye, uh, mm-mm. Knock and it shall be opened to you. If you ask for bread, will you receive a stone? No. 
meaning you get the embodiment of the ideal for which you requested. When you use the term logical, you mean that your judgment is reasonable, sound, valid, based upon the rational principle of the universe, or the way a thing is, or that which is consistent and deducible. It is logical for you to think good, since only good can follow. It is illogical for you to think evil and to expect good as seeds or thoughts grow after their kind. See, that they put the commas in the wrong place. This is a mental and spiritual universe, and the mental law is always supreme. Logical decisions are always based upon that infinite wisdom which guides the planets in their course and causes the sun to shine. A saleswoman in one of the department stores in Los Angeles was interested in the stock market for many years and had become a very successful investor. This young woman took a required course at night that qualified her for employment in a brokerage house. She had numerous interviews but was only but was unable to get employment because as she said of her sex. See, see this is this is what I'm talking. That doesn't even make sense, sir. She had numerous interviews but was unable to get employment because as she said of her sex. So she was unable to get employment because of her sex is what she said. Jeez. <laughs> she said to me, they just don't want women. I suggested that she be, she come to a decision and affirm boldly, I am now employed in a brokerage firm with a marvelous income consistent with integrity and justice. And I, I understand how she feels, not necessarily because she's a woman, but sometimes when you are a black woman or just simply black and you have advanced so far in your career that you are, you know, upwards instead of middle tier you're upwards and um you're up there and the only people around you on your level are white men it's just like okay (laughs) what is happening and sometimes it can really intimidate when you are searching for a new position because then like for instance me the only people that I interview with ever is are white men so it can be intimidating as a black woman to, you know, have these credentials and then be only intimate and be only interviewed by white men, never white women. Um, the only time I encounter women at all is because they're recruiters. Outside of that, I'm always interviewed by the VP or the COO or those kind of people. And they're always white men, always. So I get I get that part and um and I think that this kind of affirmation is pretty good. So I'm gonna repeat it now and I and I'll probably let me try to change it up. I now am employed in I don't know, I'm not gonna change <laughs> in a brokerage firm with a marvelous income consistent with integrity and justice. So you can change the brokerage firm to whatever field that you're in. I am now employed in, I don't know, um, whatever field, fintech, um, that's the industry that I'm, I've been in it for years. Um, I don't know, medical industry, whatever industry you're in, just take out the brokerage firm and put in the job that you want, the industry that you want to work in, put that in so that it can boost up your confidence. 
I explained to her that the minute she came to a decision in her mind and persisted in that decision, her subconscious mind would respond and open up the way by revealing the perfect plan for fulfillment of her idea. And it's so true because no matter if it's for your betterment or your detriment, if you continue and persist in that in that thought and it becomes your dominant thought this is what you are creating and I think sometimes when you are intimidated this way you this is this this becomes your dominant thought and it becomes your experience and sometimes you have to step back and and try to reprogram that especially when you're in a position where all around you are white men and it's it can be very daunting as a black woman you know i i instructed her also to follow the lead that will come to our conscious reasoning mind it's impossible to miss it the sequel of course is interesting a strong urge came to her to advertise in the local newspaper offering to work free for two months and pointing out that she had a large circle of friends as potential customers. She had immediate offers from three firms, one of which she accepted. This shows that you must have faith in your ability to decide. When you come to a clear-cut decision backed by faith and the powers of your subconscious mind, wonders will happen in your life and you will banish all frustration. People who fear to make decisions or who are afraid to make choices are actually refusing to recognize their own divinity, for the infinite dwells within all of us. It is your divine and cosmic right to choose and to make decisions. You can decide to be healthy, happy, prosperous, and successful because you have dominion over your world. Your subconscious mind is subject to the decrees of your conscious mind, and whatever you decree shall come to pass. The Bible says, whatsoever a man soweth in his subconscious mind, so also shall he reap. He shall reap it on the screen of space as form, as function, as experience and event. The law of your subconscious mind plays no favorites, no more so than any other law of nature. It is illogical to put your hand on a hot stove. If you do, you suffer the consequences. To jump off the roof of a high building is illogical, as the law of gravitation is impersonal and not vindictive in any way. It is illogical to believe that two and two make five. It is foolish to go against the laws of nature, the the immutable rules of the universe, the way things are. It's illogical to steal because you are impoverishing yourself. You are attracting lack and limitation to yourself and building more misery in your life. A man once said to me, I don't know what to do or what is reasonable or or logical, and I won't make a decision. I explained to him that he had made a decision. He had decided not to decide. Now, isn't that a very foolish decision? Isn't that illogical, unreasonable, unscientific? Of course it is. He had decided not to decide, which meant that he had decided to take what comes from the mass mind, the law of averages, in which we are all immersed. And it is very negative. Also, if he decided not to decide, the random mind would decide for him, 
inasmuch as he refused to govern his own mind. If you refuse to make a decision, are you going to let circumstances and conditions make a decision for you? Ooh, ooh. Or will it be your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, or some other outsider who is going to make a decision for you? If you don't think for yourself, perhaps someone else's thought is thinking in you. Or perhaps the mass mind is thinking in you. Because if you don't choose your own thoughts, the mass mind or law of averages chooses your thoughts for you. If there is any fear, worry, or anxiety in your thinking, you are not thinking at all. It's the mass mind or law of averages or the race mind thinking in you. True thinking is free from fear, free from anxiety. You are like an engineer. You are thinking from the standpoint of principles, eternal verities, and eternal truths. Your thoughts are constructive. You are a straight-line thinker. So this man began to perceive that it was foolish for him not to do his own thinking, reasoning, and deducing, thereby permitting the law of averages or the mass thinking of the race to make decisions for him. It's very negative. The mass mind is full of fear, full of hate, jealousy, and envy. There's some good in it. Most of it is highly negative. They believe in tragedies and misfortunes of all kinds. Surely to heavens, if you don't do your own thinking, someone else is going to do your thinking for you. And it's not going to be very good. If you don't choose your own emotions, who is going to choose it for you? So this man reversed his attitude and asserted positively, I believe in my power, my ability, and the integrity of my own mental and spiritual processes. I ask myself, if I were God, what decisions would I make? I know my motive is right and my desire is to do the right thing. All my decisions are based upon the fact that infinite wisdom is making all decisions through me. Therefore, it, is, it must be right action. Following this prayer, this man has made all business, professional, and family decisions, and he is leading a glorious and wonderful life. He has better health, increased efficiency, more love, more understanding, and prosperity along, line, along those lines. The infinite power backs up all your decisions. You are a self-conscious individual. You have the capacity the capacity to decide. It is wrong to let others decide for you or to say, I will let God decide for me. When you say that, you mean a God outside of yourself. Someone up in the sky somewhere. Oof. The only way God or infinite intelligence will work for you is through you through your own thought, through your own imagery, your own decision. The God presence has done everything for you. It has created you and the universe. It gave you a conscious and subconscious mind. It gave you itself. The infinite or supreme intelligence, which is the presence of God, is within your subconscious depths. Now, I I do want to say this. As a Christian, I believe that God definitely dwells within me, but he also exist like I believe he is omnipresent so of course the only way that he could dwell within me is because he dwells within everyone and I think that's what people or what he refers to as um the or even 
one of the laws of the universe, I should say, it refers to as the divine oneness because God dwells within us all. Um, so that, I, I do disagree with him saying that there is a God outside of yourself. I believe they are the one, one and the same. And um, where his dwelling place is, is what Christians tend to say he dwells in heaven. Um, does he dwell in heaven? Because the Bible says he dwells within us. So I think he dwells everywhere. That is what I will say. Within and without. If if that makes sense. You are here to use it. And you contact it through the medium of your own thoughts. So he's talking about God. He refers to God as an it. So the infinite intelligence will work for you. It will work through you, through your own thought. In order for the universal to act on the individual plane, it must become the individual. The universal will do nothing for you except through the particular. So it must become the particular in order to act. You are here to choose. You have volition and initiative. This is why you are an individual. Accept your accept your divinity now and your responsibility and make decisions for yourself. The other does not know best. When you refuse to make decisions for yourself, you are actually rejecting your divinity and you are thinking from the standpoint of weakness and inferiority, just like a slave and an underling. Acknowledge your divinity. You are a choosing volitional being. You are here to choose. Choose this day whom you will serve. Choose whatever things are true, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, and whatever things are honest and of a good report. Choose these thoughts. Decide to dethrone these thoughts in your mind and stick to that decision. And and I I, I agree with that because that's clearly what the Bible tells us to do to think on thoughts that are pure and, you know, love and perfect and, and keep your mind stayed on positivity. You know, that is what I, I definitely agree with. The only thing, real thing that I disagree with in this book is, um, the idea that God is not omnipresent and that he doesn't dwell within and without. He, he does. This is his universe. How dare we dumb him down to just dwelling inside when he's everywhere. So that is kind of the only thing that I will disagree with in this book. Um, this this chapter is very long. So I'm going to stop here because we're at 37 minutes. And um, I think we're again going to have this um, one chapter be three different episodes. But uh, so far, this episode is okay. Um Again, we'll stop. I'll stop here and we'll. This is Thursday episode. I'm sorry. Today is Wednesday that I'm recording. So we'll pick this back up on Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I appreciate um, the fact that you guys continue to, you know, just continue to come and, and press and say play. You know, those of you who get notifications that I, you know, dropped an episode and actually click and go listen that you know I appreciate you those who you know search and find me I appreciate you I appreciate all of you for listening to me every time that I drop an episode 
even if I haven't even posted about it, a lot of you have already listened to it by the time I post about it. So I thank you guys so much for supporting my efforts. Thank you. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to me on YouTube at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in my description box for the link to paid surveys, manifesting merchandise, and much more.